0: following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you,
0: Cowboys? Get go, Cowboys! this, Cowboys? This,
1: this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry,
0: sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it in the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Standback. Heckma Harrison, Rob
1: Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a wonderful Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos, the official chip and the official tip of the Dallas Cowboys. Welcome in to the star in Frisco, Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Standback, Rob Phillips, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans where the trade deadline is in the rear view mirror and the Dallas Cowboys were not buyers or at least not he even came. sellers. It came and gone.
0: Anyway,
2: And that was about it. That's that's the trade deadline for Isaiah, you. I said,
0: were you just standing by the clock?
2: No, I was, I was working a yeah, show. Yeah, you were working. Yeah, I'm off. Fire. I know, Kyle, you're going to curse me out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I had a two-hour show doing the trade deadline. And I was waiting. And you know what they, you know what they said to me?
0: What? What'd they, they say? They said I was being biased to the Cowboys. Can you believe that? Oh my goodness! Uh, They must don't know you. They have no idea who you are. (sighs) They don't know. Tell them
1: to come watch a game with you in the
0: (laughs) studio. That
2: sounds
3: like slander,
1: if you ask me.
2: Yeah, sounds like slander. I could. I I mean, mean, I'm on an unbiased. I'm an insider, right? For Locked On podcast, and and I was I was. Reporting on all the teams, all the teams, all the news, all the stuff. And they said I was being biased to the Cowboys because I kept throwing the Cowboys name in the hat. When they brought up the MVP conversation, they were talking about, uh, they were talking about, um, uh, why am I blanking out right now? They are talking about um, G- Green Bay, right? And Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. They were talking about Allen. Um, they were talking Tyler. about Kyler Murray. And they, they left Dak out. And I was like, well, there's a guy. In Dallas, who you might want to throw in that hat. Just he missed one game, but let's not disrespect him. They're like, oh, okay. And then they start talking about the, you know the teams that, that could potentially go the go the distance. And I was like, well, there's a team in Dallas, and they like they were like dismissing it. So every time I kept bringing up Dallas, they thought I was being biased and wow. partial. And I was like, no, no, no. These these guys are good. These guys are good. They're six and one. Th- these guys are good. They just won a game with yeah. a
3: backup quarterback oh. who's thrown three passes in let's the see.
2: NFL. I- let again, them. again, I, I kept throwing the Dallas Cowboys in the in the pot simply because they deserve to be but in I the pot, it. not it is, because I yes. work for
0: the Dallas Cowboys. I love it. I, I t- keep that same energy. Stay yeah. over there. Stay over there. I don't want all that. All of a yeah. sudden, no everybody's trying to yeah. temper what they had said before. Keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. Say what you said yeah. when you said what you said. Yeah. Mm. Keep saying it.
3: People want the Cowboys to be good. It's kind of like the Yankees. You know, if the yeah. Cowboys oof, are good, the NFL is better. But then they don't want to be too good, because then, then it's overhyped. Then it's then it's. You they know, put Josh Allen
2: over Dak. Of course they will. Of course they will. They put, the, they put the Bills over the Cowboys. Of course they would. It's a really good
1: team. It's. I mean. It's. I guess you could. Debate They're five and that. two. Still a really good team though. They're
2: not the Cowboys. They're not six and one. Look at you. I'll tell you that much. I'm, you, know, you know. You guys know. I'm. I am not. Partial no, you at all. I keep it real. I keep yeah. it real. I'm, you know, I rep Seattle. Everything. I'm. Y'all, y'all see the <laughs> Seattle weather today. Y'all yeah, see I the got Seattle weather. I got my beanie like on. It. I'm straight. I brought all my Seattle gear out. All right. Seattle gonna have a water polo team, and I'm God. a rep Seattle. That's just home, right? Right. You, know, you rep home, but yeah, but right. I, but I love my Cowboys, and and they're representing. There's a look
1: outside at the Tostitos Championship Plaza. That is the live look. And yes, what the sun is, is up. It is 9:04 huh. Tacoma mm. PM. A.M. Oh, it's (laughs) (laughs) A.M.
0: are we doing a night show? (laughs) Don't confuse him on (laughs) A.M.
1: Talking Cowboys at night. Um, But no, I agree with you on that. That Dak needs to be in that conversation. Maybe from a national standpoint, the fact that the Cowboys did actually win that game without Dak may be discounted. Knock on them, yeah. But I don't see that. If you actually know the Cowboys and you've seen the way Dak is playing, that is not the case. Mm. It would, however, Bode for your second point of them being in the conversation to go yeah. the distance yeah. because they won that game Absolutely. without Dak Prescott. They
3: didn't they go four straight games with thirty five plus points and yeah. then no they signs did. of slowing down. Yeah, and then they didn't have Dak and they scored twenty, which is and they won. But that's that's basically been their average the last two years when they haven't had Dak. I think it having rain
1: helps. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, rain not rain outside rain Dakota rain Dakota.
0: No, you can't dismiss the truth. You can't when you see a football team, a complete football team. And to all those people that doubt where the Cowboys are right now, they can't doubt the truth. I mean, yeah. you you have a team facts right now is that's a total team, and that was a total team win yep. last week. And moving on uh, to the Broncos, who obviously are, are going to give us some problems. If you if you want to think about no no no, hold on now. We, let's be unbiased, right? They're trash. How about that? <laughs> oh wait a minute! Damn. Whatever happened to respecting your opponent? And and no, no, no. I, I respect. I give respect to the dude. These guys are trash.
2: These guys <laughs> are trash. I'm putting my vote in right now. We ain't got to wait till Friday. You see. <laughs> if I
0: had jumped out the cake Bruh. with the trash. Bro, did you watch the Cleveland game? I watched the Cleveland. Yeah, well, you bro. know I'm watching the game. How do you watch the high school Broncos game? are right now? <laughs> <laughs> if you
1: had one word to describe
0: the Broncos, what would you describe them as? <laughs> the dump truck juice. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> exactly. That's, <but> that's <laughs> right. Damn. You still <laughs> that's gotta show up. We got you still stuff. gotta show up. Come you still on. gotta play. I, wa- I wanna do Ooh, it for the people. Yeah. You say, we keep it real. Yeah. You know yeah. what you yeah. gonna do. Heckman, take all the emotion out of it, That's right. You gotta take all the emotion.
2: That's <laughs> right. Team no emotions. Hashtag. Talk to my wife about it. we Nobody?
1: are we are going to preview the Broncos offense and the Cowboys defense today on this show but before we do that we've got some news and notes mm. and let's start with a, a positive one. Oh, okay. There was an award handed out this week. Yes, there was. For the third time this year, mm. a Cowboys defender is the mm. NFC defensive player of the week. Rob Phillips has more.
3: Micah Parsons. Sticks. Woo. Micah Parsons. Please come to the front. First Rookie in NFL history with wow. 10 tackles and four for loss in a game. No takeaways. I thought no takeaways might get him from getting this award, but
0: no. best game of his young career, heck. I got beef with you, P. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. I got real beef with what you. What you got? Why didn't you come on the show and tell us that J- Jerron Curse was wearing the green dot? I didn't, I didn't notice that. I didn't
3: oh. notice that at all. Oh, I didn't even notice that either. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. The who, who pointed that out on ESPN? Um, Ryan Clark. Yeah, that was a. I mean, Ryan Clark. Yeah, pointed
0: that out, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so Rob, you watched the game too? I did. But you I probably had a better see, angle than I, I did. I see the green dot. P, come <laughs> on, man, bet. we can't miss it. It. on that. Uh, Wait a minute, CBZ. see what I'm saying? See what I mean? You see what I mean?
3: That's my bad. I wasn't here on Monday, so nah, that's fair. That's a good
0: pass.
1: Now, CBZ, you're on the
2: sideline. Private jet was delayed. Yeah one of those.
1: So what is that significant for? First off, explain the green dot for fans that might not know it out there and secondly, why is that significant the fact that Curse is wearing it and not the same guy who's been wearing it throughout the well, earlier think, parts of the year.
3: You guys can explain it better than I can, but you're you're calling the defense. You're you're the you're the quarterback. You're getting the the signals and and relaying it to the rest of the defense pre-snap. So presumably, if you take that off of his plate, Micah's plate, maybe that's, you know, lets him just kind of Worry about his play. responsibilities and play, you know. So I'm, it didn't. It, it's a good. It was a good catch. I wish we would asked Dan Quinn about it on Monday because mm. maybe that did have something to do with you know him balling out, balling out. Maybe, maybe it's showing up at five thirty in the morning during the week and Ooh. and and devoting more of his time to studying instead of kind of lounging, as he said. You know, which I I don't think he's not a hard worker, but yeah. he said I, he said he had even more focus this past week. How big is the green dot, IJ?
2: It's major. It's a, it's an indication as to the value that Curtis provides to this team. I know when we, we talked about him yesterday and him coming onto this roster, we thought it was just a just a kind of a, a, a insert, right? Just just kind of like a spot filler, a placeholder, um, somebody that if they if he plays well. Great, you know, but um, we're not expecting that. Uh, but he stepped into that leadership role. He stepped into that role where now he's playing 100% of the snaps. Um, he's been close to that, pretty consistent this entire season. So it just lets you know the, the importance that he has, the impact that he has not only at his position, but how the team views him. Um, the team views him as a leader. He's performing as a leader. And now the coaches are handing him that responsibility to be able to be the one that's the quarterback on that side of the ball, right? He's the Dak on that side of the ball as of last week. He gets to play a call in the air up until a certain point, point in a time. What was it, 15 seconds, 20 seconds? Um, and then it cuts off. And he communicates all the information that he just received, the play call to the defense, gets everybody lined up. We don't know how in depth that goes, but he's at least relaying the play um, to everybody on that side of the ball. That's important. So every every play, everybody looks to him and says, "What's the play, heck?" That part.
0: Exactly what he just said. I mean, really, you 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 exemplify everything that you just said yeah. exemplifies what the Green Dot is about, and it speaks volumes about him. And if anybody goes back to when we brought him on mm-hmm. uh, to, to the squad as a free agent, I don't think anyone thought that he would be what he is right now. Just says what how the guys mm-hmm. respect him and are responding to him in the locker room, and that's just that's just leadership yeah. and trust. Uh, you talk about how many reps he play. I mean, he's not coming off the field, and hundred percent, hundred percent. So that just, like I said, that just says the leader that he is, and the responsibility of Dan Quinn to give him that, how much he trusts him. And, yeah, somebody might be going to the Brinks truck. (laughs) Mm. There's a lot of guys
3: trying to do
1: that. Yeah, right. On this team. There's a lot of those. It happens. Uh, By the way, through seven games, Parsons tied for third on the team with 37 tackles, second on the team in sacks with two and a half, and then quarterback hits as well with 13 before before Parsons, he's the first Cowboys rookie to win the award since Leighton Van Der Esch did in 2018. In that game, he did he played against Atlanta, which was just a masterful performance as a rookie. So, hey, lots of excitement around Micah Parsons. But there was some other news coming out yesterday, including a couple guys that may not be on the team for the rest of the year.
3: Well, Jabril Cox is headed to IR for the rest of the season. He yeah. won't play the rest of the year. And then... Bradley and I waved two days after the penalty on the punt that uh, I think led to a Vikings field goal mm. in a very tight game. I don't know if it was just that, but you know, if, if you're not making winning plays, you talk about culture. I think it had probably something to do with it. Part of it is he's not playing a lot. Yeah. Part of it is they've got at least a couple guys getting ready to come off of IR. Yeah. Slash pup, and they got to create roster spots. But interesting timing.
2: What what for those that that, that don't have a, th- a thesaurus in front of them right now? What's another term for waived in the NFL? Cut, cut, fired, fired. Mm. For those, you you want to go? Well, oh, I'm just I just trying to make it a common term for people to understand and, and really connect with that. He he was fired. That's tough,
1: man. And I mean, <laughs> it's this is, in the middle, I, middle no, of the season. Here, you so, also got to remember, there is a chance he comes back. Absolutely, because I, I, if he clears waivers, absolutely, absolutely, there is a chance he comes here back. On the practice squad. But right, as like of
2: right that. now. He has been relieved of his duties. Yeah. And all indications point to, yes, we knew that we've been talking about how rosters roster spots are going to have to become available as guys like Gallup come back, Gallup Gallimore starts getting healthy, D-Law. All these guys start getting ready to come back. Um, roster spots were going to have to come open. And when you make plays like that, that put your team potentially in a position to lose a ball game, doesn't necessarily help your case.
0: It makes it easier to make the decision. Yeah, so he didn't, you know, he, <laughs> he wasn't didn't... playing a lot to begin with. Right. I mean, but but you you say it perfectly. We're still churning this roster, and and I think at the beginning of the the season, uh, when Coach Mike McCarthy was addressing the team and talking about when he was at Green Bay and they had that Super Bowl winning season, how many players that it took to actually win the Lombardi. I think we're in that phase where you're seeing like guys coming back from IR and pulp, and they're guys that are going to be released. Bradley and I is, is deserves a chance at, yes. on another NFL roster. I think he, he was a young guy that had promise. It's, you're just seeing right now how much how much depth the yeah. Cowboys have. Doris Armstrong is back. And, and you know, look, he made a little, an, an impact on the game versus the Vikings. And I think people are forgetting, although we're looking for Tank to come back, we're just getting guys back that are making a, an impact. Basham is starting to make an impact. So, look, like, there was just – there wasn't any more room uh, for Bradley or not. Do you see him coming back
3: on practice squad? I would think they. He's a draft pick last year. Like that wouldn't surprise me at all.
2: If you he, think he, he clears weight? Yeah. If he um, clears,
1: I don't know if he clears. But we say that clears. every year. Yeah. We say, oh, that guy's cut. There's no way. Because there's a lot of teams that need a young I, yeah.
2: I think he's a San Diego or no, ooh. I said ooh. San Diego. Ooh. Wow. Wow. It's like locked in. I played with Junior Sale right. So like it's just like. No, you in. said it. Just come yeah, on. But he, <laughs> played, he lost Sale. I played with Juniors last year. You did? Yep. Wow. Yep. Great dude, man. Freaking amazing. But. Yeah, I think he's a Los Angeles Chargers type of defensive end. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do. He could be in that rotation. I, I do.
1: So if he doesn't clear waivers, <laughs> right? I think he's back here. I don't think they just let yeah, him I agree. Walk. I agree. How do you feel about all this? I'm sad. I'm a little <laughs> That's sad. That's your dude. He was my dude. <laughs> saw yeah. your tweet yesterday. Was or is? Was. He's... I've kind of come to the realization that he may just be another guy. Mm. I like him a lot still, and I think he's got he's going to have yeah. a career. I think Sandwich so. Say what your chest, Kyle. I think he's going to have a career. I do. I don't think he's going to be a starter. You legit heard about that? I'm, I'm a little heard. Listen uh, to his I'm voice.
0: I'm Play the music, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: world's <laughs> smallest violin. So, Mr. Are we, Sadface.
2: <laughs> are we not going to address the elephant that's in the room? What is the elephant? Well, that was the elephant that was here a couple weeks ago.
3: Wow. Wow.
2: That's wow. savage, Chris. When, Somebody that just got released, not from the Cowboys here recently. He got released here a couple weeks back. Oh, are, you're are, we just, about are we just? Are we just? Are we just not going to address that? Like that just news and notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Jalen. I mean, he went from being a cornerstone to the corner store. To...
0: Ooh.
1: Oh my gosh. Heck um, <laughs>
0: Why you didn't
2: grab me? Long. Yes, Jalen Smith
1: was released by the Green Bay Packers yesterday, <laughs> right around the same time that the Bradley news not. Uh, or Nine News came down. It was it was Jalen Smith also out in Green Bay, so he's back in the free agent market as well. There were a lot of people yesterday, Rob, mm-hmm. asking you guys on the mailbag about bringing him back. Is that a legit thing, or is that just Cowboys fans looking for something? I don't
3: really see it personally. Um, nobody's told me that, but I just think they they moved on mm-hmm. and they need. They need a backup linebacker to play special teams, mm, and that's yep. one reason why he's not here. I mean, salary is the biggest reason, mm-hmm. and that injury design or guarantee and all that that was in his clause. But like, they need somebody who can fill Jabril Cox's role. He he doesn't play special teams, so I don't I don't see how that that fits. I hope he catches on somewhere. I, re, I really do. Yeah. I mean I think that that sucks for him. You know you go to Green Bay, you go and a, another one loss team. It's a good opportunity on a good football team, and you last two weeks.
2: But, but. with with that right, understanding the one, some of the ramifications or reasons why he left this organization right because of his contract and how the stipulations that were built into that because of the contract, we we pretty much paid him. To go,
1: to go to the Green almost Bay.
2: all of his contract, right? In terms, in terms of this year, right? Yeah, we pretty much paid him all his money. So now that he's a free agent, we can bring him back, and the new contract can be worked in such that it doesn't have that verbiage in there and doesn't have those stipulations. Correct? I think so. Yeah. So being that, that's why I posed that question yesterday to you guys <clears throat> before the show was we could bring him back, take all those all that wording out the contract. Fill a role that we just lost, but we do lose a special teams. Well, he's not going to be a special teams guy, but he does give you a linebacker that you know what, te- what you're going to get out of him, right? You know, positionally what he can do for you, and he knows your system already. And guess what? You just lost Jabril Cox. He add he would add depth. I mean, for sure. Like,
3: and that's a position where you guys get hurt all the time. So I see what you're saying. I just I personally don't see it, but but I mean I'm not I'm not sure of that. Number so.
2: nine still available. He spent a lot of money on it, right? He did. Yeah. Half the, mil. I'm just. I'm. I'm saying. I'm, I hear you. I see you, Heckma. It makes sense. He, he wasn't disliked. Right? No. No. They, they no, love no, him no, around no. here. No. He's it not. Was, they didn't leave him in, in bad blood. It wasn't. wasn't bad terms. It was just. It was contract. Right. But now those stipulations would be gone.
0: That's what I love about you. When you set up your argument, because I remember you from last year. Mm-hmm. Right. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <sighs> You you good. You are so you good, dog. I love this guy, man. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah
0: <laughs> that's that, that, that's good. What you just did, because, you know? what know what he do. No, he was the guy that was saying we gotta get X, N, yeah, straight from the top. And then once he got cut, it was like, I've been saying this. You know, Look, this guy can't. He's, a, time, he's a businessman. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's looking yeah. at salary. But,
2: but but now but now it now it financially makes. You've already paid him. Yep. You already paid him, so now you're going to get him for Let's keep it real, the, the remaining 400 some 1000 dollars that you have to pay him for the rest of this year, and he goes right back to what you expected him to be before. But guess what? Now you don't have to worry about him getting hurt, and if he does get hurt, you don't have to pay him the money for next year. Yeah. All those things are gone, and you just lost your other linebacker that gives you depth. The guy that you were expecting to be your depth player, one of the reasons why you were able to get rid of him is because you had a Jabril Cox, but now you
0: don't. Yeah. Well, and then you still have a Francis Bernard that's coming back. Yep. Uh, you still have Luke Gifford. Mm-hmm. I just think he was compromised. And Green Bay saw the same thing that we mm-hmm. had been dealing with. And, and I don't know if they bring him back. If they do that, I mean, that would be a special case. Yeah. And maybe it would be completely business to yep. rework that. But they paid him $7 million to go. So, I, And then Green Bay wouldn't even give him 990 which is the 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 league minimum. minimum. You know, that that's tough.
3: Yeah, and it's not at this point, like I said, injuries happen, but it's not like they're replacing Jabril Cox's defensive Duties. snaps. Yeah. He's playing he played nine snaps in seven games. So Yeah. What do you it, think?
1: If he's not going to be on special teams. He's not. And honestly, I don't really want him on special teams. Mm-mm. So then that I mean that is. So you
3: guys would question. not
2: want to well, feel that spot. That's not to say he can't do, do it. it. I mean, could, could he depth. do it
3: if he's never done it before? Is that possible? I mean, how how difficult is that to, to
2: take on that? He has depth? to be willing.
3: He's yeah. got he to, to be able to run willing. too, yeah. right?
2: He has to be willing. I, I don't think he has any physical attributes that are preventing him from being a contributor on special teams. It's a mentality. Uh-huh. Are you willing to be to play special teams? When he was here before, I don't think he was willing. When he went to Green Bay, I don't think he was willing. Now that he's had life happen to him. I think he might be a little bit more open to to playing some positions and and creating that value again. Because guess what? He's not going to get paid again unless he shows he can play.
0: Hmm. And I think he's shown you that he can't. Yeah, that's um, kind of where I'm at, and that's you know, and I think that's the that's what makes the decision so much easier. And I, I mean, I wouldn't see the Cowboys trying to re it it's you. just not there. And and we did the thing right now. You, we were talking about giving the the green dot to and where Micah is. I mean, Micah is is eleven tackles, four four loss. You're not gonna stymie that. And if last year, if you're Jalen Smith looking at the draft, and once we drafted. Micah, he probably said in his head, oh, S, you know, this guy's going to come in and probably take my job. I mean, it's, that's, that's the way that it, it yeah. is. And, you know, this is a tough business. He's just dealing with yeah, the ramifications yeah, yeah. of it. He has his money. I wish him well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've always been a, a, a Jalen Smith supporter. But in this situation, dealing with this defense and the linebackers that we have, no way. I'm
1: just thinking of him running downfield on an assignment on special teams and just being in the open field, and it's
2: giving me the the. <laughs> no, he'd be he'd be hold up. Yeah, he would be a hold up guy. Okay. I'm I'm just looking at it just financially now. You know, I mean you, you would you get would him be. for you would get him He's for cheaper done. than you're paying for Noah Brown. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you would get him cheaper. He would be the cheapest guy on your roster. <laughs>
1: Technically. You already are paying him $7 million, uh, but He's he going to get that regardless. <laughs> you might as well get some out of him. All right, Next. when we come back here on Talking Cowboys, what does Teddy Bridgewater, Jerry Judy, and the Broncos offense bring to challenge that Cowboys defense when we return with more <laughs> right after this?
0: So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to Talking Cowboys.
1: It's a great great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys, Uh. and you've already heard it. If you listen to this show, Jason Witten, big number eighty two, has already joined the caliber collision team. Oh my the gosh, out. there's numbers on the back of those cards, Whoa. Isaiah. No. What are you doing? I'm covering them up. Covering them up. If you want to join him to do great work with great people for great pay, you can apply now <laughs> at jobs at caliber.com. You about to, you about to buy the caliber? Jobs at Daliber, or at caliber.com. Daliber.com? I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at Isaiah <laughs> pulling out the cards. That's a lot of cards. Jobs at caliber.com. A lot Go get it in
0: like one. Yeah. I know what you're getting for Christmas though. What's that? A wallet. This is, boy, this is built for tough. Nice. This, this is my,
2: I, I don't, I don't built can't advertise. Tough. This right here, Who these are good people. It looks like it be made in the prison. I can Where tell you my, my people are down there at uh, at the Grandscapes. <laughs> you're in your bag today, hey. man. I'm
0: just Come on, my, dog. Hey, these are my boys. Got leather hey, shop? These
2: are my people down at Odin Leather Goods. Lil. Little, oh, little, little a yeah. little entrepreneurs. Man, respect, 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 hey, respect. They make a and they great made th- product. They made that to last. Built mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. tough. There yep. you go. There
0: you go.
1: <laughs> All right. Second segment here. We talked about a little bit of everything here on this show.
0: Has his initials on it. <laughs> Let's talk about IRS.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about the Broncos offense and what
0: challenges
1: they will bring to the Cowboys defense. Teddy Bridgewater. Has not been playing exceptionally well. He played pretty well through the first four games of the year. They were four and zero, then or excuse me, three and zero. Then they lost four straight, and then they got a win last week in ugly fashion over the Washington football team. Seventeen to ten was the score in that one. We'll talk about the Broncos defense tomorrow. They were really the heroes of that game. But Isaiah, you're giving me a look, and you already said it in the first segment. What
2: do you think about the Broncos, Oscar?
0: Oscar,
2: hmm? uh, Oscar the Grouch. Where does he live? In, dumpster. in the doggone trash can. Man, Vic Fangio's uh, gonna be listening to this. Yeah, yeah this is, gonna he's, be, I mean, this is not material. a good team. They're just not good. They're four and four, and they're not a good team. Um, you know, to your point, they started out good, but what have you done for me lately? You got me dun, worried dun, 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 dun. right now. See, that's dun. usually
0: not you. That's, I am that's just not saying you.
2: the decisions that that he is making at the quarterback position. Teddy Bridgewater is literally throwing the ball up. Throwing it up and hoping. Yep. Right? He is he is Roger Staubach right now. He is just throwing it up there, Hail Mary Tupac, and hoping <laughs> that somebody comes down with this thing. It is, he is so inaccurate right now. It's disturbing. It's disturbing. And I hope it continues for another week. I hope it continues for at least another week. These guys don't have a ground game right now. Melvin Gordon's not moving the ball for them hardly at all. They don't have any tight end play that I can recognize. No offense on the COVID list now there that goes, right? on the on, We're not talking about defense today, but they just lost one of the greatest defensive ends of all time, outside linebackers of all time, right? They don't have anybody to fulfill that role. These guys are not a threat, but you still have to show up, and you still have to take care of your assignments because they are professionals, right? But they, these guys don't have a guy that, I, that I'm that i worried about like we've had on every other team that we've played to date. Sure. There's not one guy on this roster that I'm like, oh, ooh, we better know where he's at. They're not one. Because even when you look at, like, Washington, Terry McLaurin,
1: there's a guy there, Chase Young on the other side of the ball. Gibson. Yeah, Gibson's a good player. Then with Philadelphia, who I guess would also be one of the, the bottom teams, it's Jalen Hurts. We went into the Giants game thinking it was Saquon Barkley. I agree with you. I think my number one on the offensive side would probably be Jerry Judy, and he's been banged up throughout the year. He hasn't really gotten going, and, and nor – I don't know. Do I expect him to if he's getting
2: faced by his former teammate, Trayvon Diggs? Yeah, their offensive schemes, right? When we started talking about personnel, we are addressing personnel today. But their scheme, right, what their offensive coordinator is presenting is not good stuff. It's just not. These guys are playing at the sticks. They're running. They're turning around, running little little curl routes or whatever you want to refer to it. Sit routes right at the chains every single time. They're easy to identify. They're mirrored routes on both sides. It's like old school uh, Jason Garrett offense, right? Throwback to Jason Garrett back in the day when he was running the same routes on both sides, and you knew how to stop it. You go cover two. You negate everything that's going on. You can literally, you can literally pinpoint where the ball is going to go based upon the defensive coverage that you present. They don't have guys that can beat you over the top. They have Cortland Sutton, that, that's a big guy. Um, he's he's made some good catches, but he's not going to gas on you. right? He's not going to run by you. So coverage-wise, this should be a relatively easy game. We are going to have to be disciplined in terms of being in our zones and kind of knowing where the balls are going to go. Um, but scheme-wise, these guys don't do anything amazing. We face way better offensive coordinators to date and much better talent. And their offensive line has given up at least two sacks in every game so
0: far this season. They gave and, up four last week against Washington, and that's the problem. And you go back and you watch the tape against uh, the football team and the football team. We just don't like the defense hadn't completely fallen off a cliff yet. Um, but Teddy Bridgewater was able to make some read, make some throws, and, and pull that out. I just feel like Teddy Bridgewater, since he came from Louisville, and I, I know him from from his high school days in Miami. Him and Amari Cooper were setting high school football mm-hmm. on fire. Uh, these guys are just tremendous. We're tremendous team- teammates. And-, and Teddy Bridgewater, when he was at Minnesota, and I think it's ironic that we played the Vikings last week and we're playing Broncos mm-hmm. this week. But when he was at Minnesota, though, he had so much promise, mm-hmm. and then he completely tore up his knee. Yep. I mean, and he was one of the up-and-coming quarterbacks yeah. in this league because he can make every throw. There's nothing that he can't do from the quarterback position, but you're right. When he doesn't have any uh, protection, he-, he gets erratic, and he will throw it up and not even see where the ball comes down uh, which is a no-no in football, and that'll get you out. But I just remember him when we played against the Saints and they had all those weapons. He just won't blow a game for you, right? he He's a good bus driver at this point because of the knee. One of the things that he does do well is that if you blitz him, He'll find an open man. He's, they're, they're still tops in the league at that. If you blitz him, come after him, he can find uh, the open guy. But that's just the thing. I think the Cowboys in a position this game where we don't have to show a whole lot of blitz uh, to Teddy. We can just get pressure with our guys up front and play coverage. And that's why I think my guy, Trayvon Diggs, will get back to his mm-hmm. intercepting ways because he's going to throw, Teddy Bridgewater is going to throw some balls up.
3: Teddy's tied for the third most sacks taken so far this season 22. Wow! In eight games, only he's tied with Goff and Baker Mayfield, and only Tannehill and Justin Fields have more. That's a lot for Justin Fields. He hadn't played the whole season, um, so yeah. I mean, <coughs> and I, he's a rookie. I, I think part of <laughs> yeah, and I think part of what you guys are saying. I think Isaiah mentioned he's he, he throws it up. He's under pressure. He's just trying to make something happen yep. downfield, and he's got guys who can go get it. Sutle, uh, Courtland, Courtland Sun can go get it. Judy's back. He can go get it. Not having Noah Fant this week hurts him a lot yep. in the possession game. To me, it just comes down to a couple things. I mean, can they score enough points? They're averaging under 20 points a game um, against a Cowboys team that when they have Dak Prescott, 35-plus points in four straight games. Where's the stat I saw from the Broncos? They have only crossed the 35-point mark twice since the start of the 2019 season.
1: Hmm. So two, two and a half seasons, basically.
3: Yeah, and haven't gotten 25 points since week three. So not only can the Broncos, can they manufacture that, can they protect Teddy Bridgewater uh, from Randy Gregory, Um, but is Dak Prescott playing in this game? And I think the Cowboys feel confident, uh, definitely optimistic based on what Jerry Jones said that he will. If he plays and he's himself, you can almost book 30 points for the Cowboys, you know? can can Denver match that. If Cooper Rush plays, I don't know if that's a guaranteed even though we showed he definitely showed that he can he can drive this offense down the field. So,
1: um
3: to me it comes down to those two
1: factors. You also look at Denver and their record against teams over 500 and under 500. You want to hear this one. <laughs> teams under 500, they're 4 0 with a 23 and a half points per game. They have allowed 9 points per game. So that defense has done well against teams that are under 500. They're also plus four in the turnover differential against teams over 500. Which, if you haven't necessarily figured it out yet, the Cowboys are above 500, uh, six and one. The Broncos are zero oh and four, 16 points per game. They're giving up over 25 points per game, and they're minus six in the turnover differential. So they haven't had any success against good teams here in 2021 so far. And I, I'm with you. If you need them to to outscore you. If you need to outscore the Cowboys, if you're the Denver Broncos, it's not going to happen. I, I even think with one game under his belt, Cooper Rush could score more than 20 points against a good defense. They, no, he yeah. he, he no, scored 20 capable, against the,
3: one of the better defenses. I'm just saying it's the difference between an MVP candidate as your starting Agreed. quarterback, and I mean, you know, it, it's it's Cooper Rush is still getting used to the starting quarterback thing in the NFL. I, it makes me curious why they traded Von Miller. You know, they're four and four. It's a young team. Are they rebuilding? I mean, they're not... They're not out of the playoff race necessarily, and maybe your best chance in this game <clears throat> is for him to go wreck the game on defense and get you a turnover and give your offense another.
0: Pitch. They're going to lose Vaughn anyway. Mm-hmm. Vaughn yeah. was out of there, yeah. and, and they had to get something for him. And if that was the the move, they just you know they were going to make that anyway. Um, but defensively, you're right. I mean, we'll talk about the defense tomorrow, but they they have a they're okay. Uh, but it's going to be the difference between Rush playing and Dak playing that's going to make the difference in this game. And I'm curious to see finally when we have an opponent that you can tell on paper and look at all the numbers and say oh these guys can't play with us what's the mind state for our team going into that because we've been every week it's like is this a trap game is this the game we're gonna have a lit down well finally you have a team that you really don't have any respect for and think oh we just gonna show up and roll our helmets out there and go go beat these guys it doesn't happen like that and so that's what's making me a little paranoid in this situation that we we underestimate these guys yeah. you know I want I want to Beat their ass and go home. You know what I mean. I want that to happen, but at the same time, you know, I just we can't go out there and play with our food. And that's why I said you still have to show up. Yep. you still have to execute. You still got to take care of responsibilities.
2: Um, but as in as in prior weeks, I always come out here and I identify who the threats are. You know, the guys that you have to respect. I don't. I don't have. The, we don't have those worries on, in this week. But you still got to go out there and take care of business because you're playing against other professional athletes. Yeah, it's the NFL. So ta- it's the NFL. But, I mean, look who they've beaten. When well, we talk about, you know, they got off to a hot start, they beat the Giants. Yay. Boom. They beat Jacksonville. Mm. Yay. The Jets. Before White. Yay. Right? Like, Mike F and And then they beat Washington. Right? And Washington <laughs> is, right. is not figuring things out right now. They beat four teams that are not good. And they got
3: 17 points against Washington, which last year you would say, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. This year they're giving up
2: more points than anybody. Yep. So. Yeah. I mean, they've, lo- happened, they've lost. They lost to Baltimore. The, all the teams that were good, they lost to. They lost to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They lost to Pittsburgh. They lost to Vegas. They lost to Cleveland. Those are all respectable teams. Those other four teams that they beat, not respectable. So when we start looking at where you put your value at, it's like, eh, that's, that's not there. But yeah, you know, we still got to show up and take care of business. But yeah, these guys are. This this is this is this is the worst we face by far. Yeah, we face nothing but good teams this year. You know, at least up to the to point that they played us, we're good
1: teams. Bridgewater, one of four <laughs> quarterbacks with seventy plus completion percentage this season, so he does know how to be efficient with the, the football. Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson are the other three, so Bridgewater's in that company. So when we come back after the break, what level of the defense is going to be most challenged by Teddy Bridgewater? I'm looking at you, Isaiah. You got to find one of the three units that's going to find a way to be challenged by Teddy Bridgewater when we come back on the other side of the break with more talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands, with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more, Essilor here on Talking Cowboys. Heckma Harrison, Isaiah back. Rob Phillips over here off in the corner, Chris Beam in the back. I got a fun tweet from RJ Ochoa. We love RJ. r Down in San Antonio. Does great work with blogging the boys. And, and I don't know if he's with ESPN down there anymore or not. But he used to work with ESPN San Antonio. How about this? Last time the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA Finals, the Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl. The last time the Atlanta Braves won the World Series, the Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl.
0: Oh, I like that. I like that.
1: The last time... The Dallas Cowboys the trip, trip, defeated the Denver Broncos in any game, home or away. What happened? The Atlanta Braves won the World Series the week prior. Mm.
3: Oh, destiny. Destiny.
1: destiny. Just so you know.
0: You guys are so you're saying
1: we're going to the Super Bowl. Boy, that's a stretch. I like that. That
0: is a monstrous <laughs> It's a huge stretch, but it's I fun got to my think ticket, about
1: guys. Yeah, I know, I know. Go we'll see you in L.A. But, yeah, there's a lot of fun still to be had this season. A long season to go. We have 10 weeks left. Mm. The last time wild. the Super
3: Bowl was in L.A., the Cowboys were in it.
1: What, is that true?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the
1: Rose Bowl. Pasadena? I know it was in Pasadena, but I don't know, I'm just has there saying, been I one since know, then? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know there either. i to look though, it up. So. Say it
0: with your chest, Chris. <laughs>
1: I'll look it up. I'm pretty sure that's right.
0: The Chris Beam branch of research and statistics you know he fact checks everything right? oh yeah no 100 i'll be walking out of here and he's like man let me tell you what you said yeah,
3: it's
1: yeah like yeah, around the horn all right isaiah you've had now four minutes to think about it since i first teased the question what level of the cowboys defense <laughs> is most challenged by the broncos offense punt return oh my god oh wow
2: <laughs> did, you, did you come up that's with That's what you
1: came up with in the four Punt minutes? return unit.
2: Yes. Okay. Punt return unit.
1: Because um, <laughs> they're going to be on the we need We need
2: that third of the game to show up. They haven't necessarily been big contributors yet this year. And that's that's defense. That's okay. defense. Don't try and make this into that's a defense. serious thing. It is a defense. Thing. I mean, you're rushing the, the punter. It's defense. Um, hmm.
0: So punt return. That's what I'm going to go you with. You've been pouring in and putting the whole I mean, fantasy podcast. football is
2: defense and
1: specialty.
0: Now right? I know why they I were mean, they you know. were you calling you a biased Cowboy. You see what I did there? person there see that? Mm, i did Heckma? that's too much man <laughs> Who do you know think, Heckman? how Heckma? to come back from behind you know what it's, it's for me it's going to continue to be the big plays and so i'm the wide receivers i i we've been giving up a lot of yards uh to wide receivers and Elv- well obviously last week we didn't give up uh that much but i'm still leery about the big play and so That's where I'm going to keep my attention there. Who are you most concerned about? You, Judy or? Yeah, I would say Jerry Judy just based off of his resume as a a wide receiver uh, and speed. Um, But, you know, I I feel confident in our our secondary. But if you have to press me on what I'm most concerned about, it's just a big play. We've given up a lot of them.
1: I think the receiving ability out of the backfield is something that the Cowboys linebackers are going to have to look at. I mean, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, they're one of only two duos in the NFL with over 350 rushing yards and 100 receiving yards this season. You want to know the other duo? Okay. Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Yeah, that's yeah, like a
3: pretty it. good – I mean, they're, and they're both averaging over 4.5 yards of carry. It's not like they can't move the ball. No. Um, they haven't cashed it on their drives, clearly.
0: It's time for Michael Parsons to get an interception. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's getting close. He got close last game. You know so, he
1: has not had one since high school.
0: See, wow. there it
1: is. Chris <laughs> branch of is. statistics and research. There it and is. By the
3: way, I fact-checked myself. The last time, it was in the L.A. metropolitan area. Oh, okay. I mean, it's
1: Pasadena. It's yeah, L.A. It counts. Right? Yeah, it counts. It counts, yeah. it
3: counts right? Mm-hmm. The Cowboys paid the bills, so take the over, guys.
1: Nice. Take yeah, over. take the over. All right. Thanks, Chris. It's all coming together, isn't it? Yes, it Just is. Just all the, the stars <laughs> yes, are aligning.
0: Yes, it is. For so, the star.
1: But I think, I think the deep threat ability of, of Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, for that matter. I mean, Cortland Sutton's having a decent year. He's almost at 600 receiving yards, tied for 12th in the NFL. Uh, his yards per game is up more this year than it ever has been throughout his NFL career. So I think the deep threat ability is something. And then the receiving threat from the tailbacks out of the backfield are two things that I want to keep an eye on because – those are two things the Cowboys have not had a ton of success covering with the exception of maybe last week against
0: Minnesota. Yes. I mean, Sutton does have he's, – he's, he has a deep threat ability. But I think – oh, man. I'm, I'm digging here, guys. Come on. I'm just no, trying, no, I'm with I'm trying you. to pull something up. I think every week it's the big play. That's, if that's one
3: thing the defense has to get better at, because the run defense, they're proving to us they can stop the run much better than last year. It's a big play down the field. Patrick's getting 14 <clears throat> yards a catch for them too. So,
2: is this, team, is this a team that you can go too high safety against and not be threatened by their run ability?
1: Mm, I would go out on a limb and say no.
2: What kind of limb are we talking it's, it's probably like, thin. It's like a twig or it's like a <laughs> it's log that's been waterlogged. It's a pretty
1: thin limb. Because you could, you could do it. I don't think you do it 100% of the snaps, I mean, of course. Mean, but of course
0: not, yeah.
2: I would say you could get away You go into that. this game plan saying we're going too high or single high?
0: I can go too high in this game and, I, and be okay. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not worried. So uh, by by to going that. too high
2: in the gates... Take a majority of, of the big plays that you guys are concerned about.
3: Yeah, present, prevent the chunk plays and make them drive the field because they haven't scored a lot of points this year.
2: They are third. On their third down, they are 28th in the league on third downs. They are 27th in the league in red zone, 26th in the league in big plays.
0: So they should be worried about our punt return. You understand me? <laughs> I'm so I'm talking about their ability to move the chains. That's what I'm looking at, right? Yeah. First and second, force
2: them to move. Most of the time, right? You talk about their they're they're, re- they're receiving out the backfield. Most of the time, you get into the back is usually on third down, right? Because of what coverage allows for. Coverage falls back, right? You're able to get the swing routes out to your back. Third down is usually the play. But guess what? They're 28th in the league on third down, right? If they do simply somehow get the ball down to the red zone, say they make a big play to get down to the red zone, they're only they're 27th in the league, in converting on, on in, in the red zone. Right, and then they still have to deal with our offense right on the other side of the ball we get to tomorrow to tomorrow so we we take them out of a lot of the things that they want to do simply by us getting up in the game which we're going to score points right especially if Dak is back we're going to score our points right so what are they really allowed to do based upon both sides of the, of, of the game for us that makes sense that makes sense
1: so that brings me to my next question though is if you go if you go with the too high look and you mm-hmm. want to take away the big play is there an a, a possibility that the Broncos out physical you at the line of scrimmage. Hell no. I agree.
2: Yeah. I 100%. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm so
1: okay. I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. More I think about it, I think too high is probably the look there that you're going to see from Dan Quinn the majority of the time. Yeah. You, t- it, you, t- you
2: take a Billichick approach, right? Ben but
1: don't break. So should we even have a show tomorrow, or no. should we just skip to Friday? <laughs> no, we
0: no, we're gonna have to have a show tomorrow. But I mean, everything you bring up, and then <laughs> you know, Cortland Sutton comes in and goes, you know, one fifty on us, and I think uh, we go, we gonna. That's where the yeah. questions are gonna be. Sure. How did we shore it up? What did we do to to give them that alleyway? I just feel like for our defense, it's gonna be getting pressure up front with. Just our base, yep. not anything special versus guys. You talk about the chess game for looking ahead, what other people are looking at. We can't, you know. Obviously, we're going against an opponent like this, where you know they don't have a lot to put yeah. points up on the bro- board defensively. I think I look for Randy Gregory, Dorrance Armstrong, Michael Parsons, all of these guys to have a monster game. So you, what is it? <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> so, Rob is
3: just smiling what? off to the side. <laughs> I'm so, just thinking about you, like on. I don't know if there's a sponsor, Expedia booking your trip <laughs> LA already. <laughs> No, dog. Hey. I don't know who I'm our walking dot com guys. Oh, there it's you go. hotels.com. Hotels. Hotels.
2: hotels.com. So if you're if you're Dan Quinn, you're coming into this and say, "Let's execute on our base game plan." Because on our, I, in our
0: base defense, let me see how we can execute that. And I'm not if, trying so to So you're
2: to taking a preseason approach to, in terms
0: of game plan. I'm not going to be that vanilla. Okay. Not going to be that vanilla. Okay. But what I'm saying is, is I recognize the pressure that I can present to them with just our guys up front. Understood. And so I'm okay I'm okay with that.
2: Okay. Is this a game where you give Kelvin Joseph more reps at corner?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. Hell I would yeah. totally do that. Uh, I probably would sure. have said that regardless. <laughs> I mean, it an opponent like this. You've already said, and You already know what the numbers are, so I don't think you're that worried about them. But if you get to the point in the third quarter where you're just busting you put, them you put, you put, you put some of your guys in, in. absolutely guys I mean you see you yeah, see cool. teams doing that on every level yeah. getting their guys some reps and you've already talked about that that, that experience for our young guys is going to be pivotal to what's going to happen in the future does Trayvon does he shadow somebody this game or do you just let him play aside? yeah give me Cortland Sutton you
2: oh take... man him he... on Jerry Judy would be fun though but he then, did, he... but then you're putting a
0: Brown on six three six yeah, four. Yeah, now give, uh, give me Cortland Sutton. But, but Anthony, I'm, I'm just asking, just week. ask. But Anthony has shown you that he can still be a force. He's doing better in coverage. We're rolling coverage that way, getting him help like we did versus the Vikings, and you feel he's comfortable in mm-hmm. that situation. It's that
1: Mike Evans argument that we had week two, though. It's just pure size disadvantage and.
0: And maybe going back to that game, hell, should we have put AB on Mike <laughs> Evans? And, what? <laughs> I, I, I hear you. I'm just saying, <laughs> that, I mean, that, team, that team's, built, that team's yeah. built different.
3: I mean, that's yeah, that's the game nobody can get out of their minds with AB. All I'm saying
0: is, I mean, all I'm saying is, is Antonio Antonio Brown has been baptizing everybody every week the way that he did AB in yep. the first week. He's no, AB. He's A.B.
2: He's right. one of the greatest receivers to play this game. it, 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 it happened, A-B. if they see him I'm again in January,
1: we we'll talk about it then. No other than that, it's, it's it's over. Look at Rob dropping the mic Let's at the end of there. the Don't show. Don't you dap that. Don't dap that. I like you that. That. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I like it. We can talk about it in January, says Rob Phillips. Dude. All right, that's it for us. Already For the great Heckma Harrison, for Cowboys insider Rob Phillips, for Cowboys <laughs> homer, Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beeman wow. back. I'm Kyle Yeoman so long, we'll see you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys. Wow.